Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner. Ho, ho, hello there. Ho, ho, hello, and only Ben Roy Turner, because JB Josh Brown is off for Christmas. Mr. Jules Gill is very, very ill. Uh, you and Parsons over on the Force Culture doing all sorts of things with Star Wars. Um, Kirsten's streaming. It's just basically, it's me and Mr. Ben Roy closing out the year as best we can. Yes. Um, and the only thing that's doing the rounds anyway is Cyberpunk, unless we're going to talk about EA bidding for Codemasters. Um, so with that stuff kind of all up in the air, depending on how it goes, we just thought we'd continue the conversation around Cyberpunk, um, which is to say, I just want to open on a very open-ended question, and then we will hit some specific stuff as well um do you think cyberpunk 2077 is a good game every time i play it i like it more and more cool that help that helps with that answer <laughs> there what about you well yeah your mind yeah i think it's great i mean i'm like 30 hours in now i'm on the yeah. uh, ps5 obviously it's P- we're both on ps5 but it's obviously the ps4 version upscaled and stuff but i think that one of the biggest talking points right now is that idea of like how the hell could anybody like this game it's clearly so broken it's got so much wrong with it and um, why the hell are there positive reviews out there etc um but that's obviously contingent on the fact that the pc version is like head and shoulders above what the regular console versions are um, yeah. and the mid-gen or whatever you want to call it version uh, if we're going between last gen stuff and pc the one that we're on and um, if you're playing on series x you have hopefully you've hardly had any crashes at all and if you're on ps5 then for the most part it runs as advertised um even though i can obviously oh, get fun. a lot of people yeah i can get a lot of people's gripes with um the police ai the npc stuff like we're going to get into that stuff um but i do think there's a really cool deep rpg here um, and I think it's worth just sort of like diving into that stuff and um, let's compare a couple of missions and then we'll get to some more of the negative stuff like because we i was just saying before we started recording like as an example of how things can go yeah. um the bit at the very beginning when you have to get the spider bot back from it's like it's the dude's called dumb dumb and he works for like all these like um whatever thugs or whatever um i went in there and had a full conversation with that guy and negotiated with him and then he was gonna like uh, he was all up for giving me the spider drone you just ran in and shot everybody well, because Jackie just started going in there and I was like, well, I guess I can't just leave now. And then I was just like, we went in there. But Jackie uh, doesn't open fire though, did he? He's like, well, he, you know how some of the some of the NPCs in that game go, I'm waiting. Hello, right. I'm waiting. And I was like, just give me a moment, will you, man? And then um, this is one of the quests that they showed off, like mm-hmm. CD Pudger and like showed all the different ways you could do it. And I want me, I'm a talkie person, so I would have gone and had a chat if I right. thought I had the chance to, but I thought that time had 
been and gone. Like even, oh, I even yeah. called, I even had a little phone call beforehand and then went in and blasted everyone. But yeah, we went in there and it was very tense. Mm-hmm. And then I was, it was either shoot or die. So I did shoot. Because <laughs> I did the thing where I hung out with Meredith beforehand, got the chip, went in, had a conversation with the dumb, dumb guy. And then the chip activated because Meredith's people tried to intersect and then it all blew up and then it all went that way. But yeah. um, speaking of the marketing though, and the stuff that they've shown off, because you mentioned wanting to touch on like before we started recording, like they've, and even right now there's an advert doing the rounds that makes it seem like Cyberpunk is like GTA. Like there's a yeah. scene, it's, it's an all CG trailer there's uh, v sitting down with one of the gang leaders or whatever and he's like oh you want to take over night city and he's like you're gonna have to do this this and they show him like burning out in a car firing like a machine gun out the window and then it shows him like potentially buying like a like a condo with a helipad on the side that's not a thing in the game at all like you you know you only fire out the side of a car when you're in scripted car chases you can't do any car chases in the world itself um, and that whole idea of buying property is just not a thing so what do you think of i guess the marketing side of it versus because there is some reality to like branching paths and stuff but they've also misled people quite a lot i love it i love how they've done it where <laughs> i um there's a certain point should we say at the end of act one where everything changes and you know and it's not like oh you're misled into a horrible sense like no it's like oh so this whole first bit was just the intro it was the yeah. longest intro like you think you've done the intro because I, I did nomad do you do nomad no i'm stupid so in Nomad, you start out in the desert and then you meet Jackie and then you do some smuggling and you have, mm-hmm. a, you have a chat with someone who's interrogating you and you do all this. And then you have your sort of like um, night, night City bitch where you're sort of dancing around yep. and you go around yeah, the for six montage, months. the same I think, regardless, yeah. And then you think that's the end of the intro. But nah, the intro, um, like, yeah, yeah, I think we're doing like minor spoiler warnings on this one here. Depends but what like, it is, but I think, yeah, anything that... I won't say anything like major, themselves. but like the next like couple hours is all just... Well, Oh, it's all still interesting. You could spend the next tens of hours in that section mm. before you even get into what I would say is the real experience. Before mm. I'd say, like, before you see me offering Keanu, I think I mean, that's as far as that, but like before Keanu, I think uh, everything there is built up. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. The thing is that I, for me, it all starts to intersect really well. Like, it's it's strange because they do have these systems in that are completely half-baked. Like the police stuff is just, there's a wanted level system, but they never chase you. The police can't yeah. even access the cars and you don't ever really see them driving them. And, um, you know, like even if you, like I just literally stole a gang member's bike and like, took off down the down the road. And I just looked, I hit, uh, hit down on the right stick or clicked the stick in to look behind me. And the guy was just like zipping back and forth trying to follow me on the road because he was doing the dodge move thing. And it just looked so stupid. Um, and I get that those systems are really half-baked, but at the same time, like it's only, when I start, you know, thinking about comparing it to an open world crime sandbox game that I notice those things because I don't think anything in the game pushes you towards doing, you know, breaking the law or doing crazy stuff. It's just, like I said before, though, CDPR have put those adverts out there saying like, hey, you're going to dominate the city and you're going to do all this crime stuff. And you are like a mercenary for hire and everything. But, yeah. um, you know, I haven't really been treating the open world in, in the same way as a GTA, as a Sleeping Dogs, as a whatever, um, to see what I can get away with. I've just been sticking to like, uh, you know, a mix of side missions, main missions, narrative-based stuff, character-based stuff. And I think when all those things interact, like you just, you don't, you quote unquote, don't need the police stuff. You don't need the interactions with the open world necessarily because everything else is so strong. I, I agree. Like I wouldn't have been doing, like the only time I ever deal with that is when, Every time, like, because I think the driving is still a bit like crap in this. Like when I, I go, go back to, and forward on it, yeah. When I go to do a turning, there's always one person magically where I need to go, and then they get crushed, and then <laughs> the police like, hey, and then, and they know where you are instantly. It's like if you're Oops, in an alleyway, oh it's like the whole city knows what you did somehow, and like it's fine. But like even if that was like 
uh, I'd say more implemented, I wouldn't deal with it anyway because I, mm. I came into this thinking like, oh, it's just gonna be like, so like, you treat it like a fallout. It's just a bigger city where you don't bother dealing with any of this sort of like you don't, you don't steal anything unless no one can see you sort of thing. And mm. I just wanted to hit here for the RPG stuff rather than a GTA crime box sand sand feel a crime box feel <laughs> in the sand yeah but i mean like it's it's strange because i think they haven't done the best job at really nailing down exactly what cyberpunk was like you said there's that realization that act one is everything that's in the trailers like going through those first few missions and going like oh so everything they showed off was from the first third of the game you can elongate that opening bit if you want but like that's the stuff where you'll experience the least crashes that's the stuff where like they've shown it off the most it's the most confident parts of the game um, but the more you play, the more it starts to crash, the more it kind of struggles to sort of, I don't know, keep up with the amount of things it's juggling, whether it's background missions and text and voice yeah. messages and everything else. And it feels like it gets more unwieldy the longer you go on. Yeah, about every hour and a half, two hours, like you, you might get like you can get three hours sometimes depending on what you're doing. But mm. if you get like... A, a, Every time you do something, like if you travel somewhere, you need to be getting a quick save. If you're doing a mission, hit a quick save a few times. Yes. Do a few manual saves while you're at it. But like, if you get out the car too quickly and run around the corner into a busy street, dead sort of thing. <laughs> like, that's the sort of thing that you, you kind of start to learn. Like, okay, if I if the same, you, if you I push learn it a little bit too much. What you if what you do might kill the game. So uh, it's not ideal by any means. Like, I think. Uh, games like this should be labeled as early access at this point because yeah. I think people have said it as well. I can't remember who exactly said it, so I'm sorry if I've seen your take. But um, yeah, it's this game it, for business reasons. They obviously have to they had to release it as, before the end of the year, and there's a bunch of. I don't think they're not as big as like a Microsoft where they can go, look, monster, chill out. We we'll do your we we'll do your Doritos would we'll do we we'll sort it out next year. I think <laughs> I don't think CDPR could do that. So like, well, they sort of did for a while. I mean, it had like uh, three, four delays just this year anyway. This, and... It was it was the last point. You don't like if they. I think mm. if they could have done next year, they wouldn't have said December. Like December mm. is like the weird dead month of games. Like the last like big game that sort of blew up in December. I feel like it was Far Cry 3, unless you can think of anything else. Like, you know, oh, that, was just, head, yeah. that was just binned in December and then it turned out to be like, it started a whole trend for mm-hmm. Far Cry. But yeah, it's it's not ideal. It should be labeled as early access, but I'm still having a, a really good time and I'm not really suffering with any major bugs. Like, I've not been trapped in a lift and I've not had quests break yet. So I, I'm not trying to be like the defender. It's great, but it's great for me so far. It's, I think it's like I like I enjoyed a lot. I think that the um, the stuff everyone every time someone flags like a qualm with it, I go yeah, like totally. Like I think some yeah. stuff is way more obvious than others. Like there's there's tons of animation bugs, um, or little sort of like clipping issues, or if you reload a save a character, it seems to reset characters uh, when you reload a, a checkpoint rather than the exact state they were in. Which is to say that like I did a mission with Panam at one point when I was outside in the desert, and uh, and you and her are like at one point you can leave her like in the car or whatever, and you're gonna go and try and save someone um and i tried going in there stealthily i got spotted i reset it and it just made her reset like <laughs> standing on top of the car she was meant to be sitting in the car and um, but then her ai just reset as well so then suddenly she was on the mission with me running in after me um even though i was still trying to do it stealthily and she was like shouting in the background going like yeah let's take him on let's do it i think judy i break a few times where she's just like help me i'm dying there's no one around her and she's screaming <laughs> in the corner with no gun doing the shooting yeah. animation like 
you're fine. I'll just go and trigger the next thing and you'll appear next to me. Mm-hmm. And she did eventually, but it just seemed like that. Like, you're fine, Judy. It's fine. N- nothing's going wrong. I swear. Mm-hmm. We swear. And, <laughs> and, um, but I don't know. Have you had any sort of like, um, which I came across like the random Keanu moments where you might have a little chat. Like we walked past yeah. a busker and he had, we just had like in a market and it was just like, it turned into like say a five, 10 minute thing. I was like, you know what, this is just, I put the dial down, just listen to it, press, press like my prompts when I needed to. And I was like, this is what I started wanting. Like, and yeah, I'm so the, glad that you're so attached to this character from the get go pretty much. Yeah. 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 The, the stuff to really point out is the, cause I've seen a lot of people on the negative side, just say like, what the hell is up with the mission design? Cause it's true at the very beginning, like you obviously have the three main strands Well, it becomes three main strands, but you have one main thing. You are working your way towards the, the big sort of heist thing. And then it splits off into three main paths. But for the yeah. most part, those side missions or those open world missions are very Ubisoft light where it's at the very beginning, where it's just go to a place, retrieve, an item kill a guy like you know steal a car whatever and uh, and it's weird because you get there and you get a text as you arrive saying like hey this is why you're supposed to care this person was actually on the run and they're hiding there and that's you're supposed to go and get them out and i think that way of handling it is really weird i feel like they tried to split the difference between like an ubisoft collectathon or an ubisoft tick box thing and you know what they what cdpr bring to the rpg genre which is like way yeah. more in-depth con- context stuff but some of the best stuff in the game just happens over time like that that busker thing you can just randomly walk upon that guy like in the market square but i also had um judy and panam just ring up and have really random out of nowhere like emotional moments just happen and it just pulled me out of pulled me away from the main story and then i spent like two hours just hanging out with those characters doing something that came out of nowhere i don't know if you've had those things yet might just be based on playtime uh, I've just had a few sort of phone calls and we've retrieved a character, me and Judy sort of thing. So yes. we've not done anything much. We had like a little chat in her sort of like apartment and like mm-hmm. whenever a few things. And um, can I just say the uh, sort of the investigation stuff, what they, oh, I can't remember what the they call it. brain stuff. Uh, where you go in and you look at a crime, well, look at someone's last memories and yeah, go around. And I actually really enjoyed that. I thought when it first happened, here we go and the, and the, it's going to be some like crap detective thing mm-hmm. like it just feels like la noir white light or something right. and it was actually i found that quite enjoyable as well like i think that it doesn't i've had that three times and mm-hmm. that's also just like sort of like something i wasn't expecting and i like how they, their new twist on it and it just i thought that that was also enjoyable but yeah like the whole things with the side characters so far and judy and some others just been fine it's like they like obviously CDPR, like if you obviously The Witcher 3, like there's a level of depth to that script that really elevates those characters. It really feels like they're like, you know, emotionally rounded people. And one of yeah. the biggest criticisms, I mean, I definitely had it going into Cyberpunk was that it felt too like cheesy. Like it's obviously the original book was written in like 1988, like the original text or whatever. And it kind of has that like you know, like um, kind of faux edginess, like faux 80s cheese, where like yeah. everyone's doing some biz and like, give me the deets and I'm going to go like waste this guy and all that kind of stuff. But they play that in such a weird self-aware way where it's so full on. And then you get that scene with V where he's like, or, or they or whatever, like, you know, she can be just saying like the whole world, all that stuff is so overwhelming. And I just want to turn it all off. And you get that whole scene where they're like, CDPR are more than aware of the, really ridiculous stuff that they're writing and then they try and play it both ways and i think like that gives it a bit more humanity and like hanging out with keanu or hanging out with uh, in my case it's been judy and panam um they and there's a great scene with takamura later on um you know those takamura is great moments. as well takamura is awesome yeah um, i think they they rush a little bit with him in regards to what he knows 
like um, not to get into spoilers, but once that dude like pops up in full, once he starts relaying information about what he knows about the event that both of you sort of like were part of, um, some of the scripting stuff around that feels a little bit rushed. I've seen that sort of covered on, on Reddit and stuff as well. Um, but yeah, in terms of just like straight characters, character writing, stuff like that, like um, in terms of like the straight up quality of it, like how have you found the cast, I guess, overall? I've really enjoyed my time with Jackie. I've really enjoyed my time with Judy. Um, I'm trying to think of, is it, um, begins of E. She mm. has Evelyn. Evelyn. I've enjoyed Evelyn as well. Like I've, mm. I've, I like how she kind of keeps V on his toes. Uh, the Keanu stuff, like I, I was fully expecting just cheese, but it's yeah. going from more cheese to depth, especially when you sort of like can see stuff, uh, things from his perspective. Uh, and just some other characters that I've sort of bricked on the side of, like I, I won't say the names of, but like someone who looks like they would destroy you by flicking you, and how imposing <laughs> they are. I'm is like, that, sorry, is that the? It's not a spoiler to say that that character might be Adam Smasher. Uh, the big robot guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Adam yeah, yeah, yeah. Great name. Just, you just name. you just see like, okay, I I'm not going to go anywhere <laughs> near you. Even down to. to I keep want to call it the DeLorean, the Delmont guy. The, oh, the, the uh, Delamain. The, the Delamain, the car, like, yeah. and then doing those side missions, retrieving other Delamain. So they've been entertained, like just one of them sulking. So you've got to stop for a minute and just yeah. wait for it to chill out and drive <laughs> slowly. Every, everything, like all the character stuff, I've really enjoyed, especially like Jackie. Jackie uh, just was, and it is so great. Like I, I wasn't, I was expecting me to be like, oh, just sort of like character seven, but Jackie... I can see why they showed him off so much mm. in the pre-release stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, at the moment, it's between Jackie and uh, Johnny Silverhand for me. I think for the um, for the Jackie stuff, like they have that montage at the beginning. Well, again, like if I was gonna, if I'm gonna criticize stuff, I I think that it rushes a lot of. It's weird. It has that weird rush where you get the you pick your life path, you do the beginning thing, and then you meet Jackie, and then everybody gets the same montage. And we yeah. cut to like a year in, a year in advance, like a year in the future, um, where as a team, as like you and Jackie, you've been doing missions for like a year, and you've got to know him and like you know everything else. That's the stuff that I kind of wish they spent way more time on because when you come out of that montage, you're on another mission, which is the mission they showed before in all the trailers where you're retrieving the body of like the naked woman from like the bath or whatever, and yeah. like. They had that in the trailers, but that whole like fundamental character building stuff, I kind of wish they let you flesh out a bit. And it makes me wonder if they cut any part of that because it just it seems a little bit too scattered. Could you imagine how long the intro would have been there? Like that would probably <laughs> would be you would imagine that being in the sort of like uh, the reviews, like mm. and as a negative, it's kind of like how the text message stuff. Like I can see how it's a better one. I'm like bugger off, man. I just want to play for a minute. But th- yeah. that replaces going up to a signpost and just taking all the notes, doesn't it? Like, there's no, do, yeah, there's no other surrogate for that, really. No, I tell you what I really do like. Um, if you want to have a conversation with an NPC without drive, without driving to them, you can just ring them instead. Like that's yeah. great. And, it, and for the most part, like sometimes you can trigger entire missions that way, but you can also get, um, you know, just like flavor dialogue. If you, if you ever have that feeling in an RPG that you should be checking in with every character, which is something I always had in like Mass Effect, you can just stand around and ring someone or ring them on the way to the next main mission and you want to do. It's fully animated as well. It's not just like a JPEG that you sort of like hmm. beeps. So that like that's also like gives me more reason to want to get involved in these conversations and like watch them rather than ignore it like just think of that 
Yeah, sorry. I was going to say the, the thing that I think elevates it for me, the thing that made me go, okay, I see why a lot of people are giving this. Like some people obviously give, like obviously Jules gave it five stars. I've seen a bunch of five star reviews and stuff out there. Like the thing that I thought elevated it was the mix of everything. And it is overwhelming. Like the, yeah. the phone calls, the text messages, like the main stuff, the side stuff, the gigs, like there's so much stuff to get stuck into. And there's all the cyberware and there's all the character upgrades and whatever. But when I got all that stuff down and I was like specking my character, I was having specific dialogue exchanges. Uh, and then when I started realizing how other people play missions based on how I played, um, and I was juggling text messages and phone calls on the way between missions, that's when I was like, okay, everything you've done, I see eight years worth of craft here. And yeah. it's stuffed, like it's overstuffed, but I've, I've got it. And that was when I was like, cool, this is great. This elevates everything. It's awesome. There's kind of no quiet time ever. Like, no. like with The Witcher, like I've seen people say this as well. Like you'll be walking around from like town to town and just sort of like seeing what's going on, mm. picking up a note and you might get a little event on the way. But there's no, there's none of that really in Night City because you're in the city all the time. There's nowhere to pick up notes from. So you get in text messages and it's all in your face like a lot of it and i could see like maybe them adding like maybe it sounds weird but like putting your phone on silent for half an hour in game time just right, like yeah. going uh you have missed this many messages it's just like, i don't know if that would break it in some way because also well, i'm getting was... are you getting phone calls from people you've never met like we're yeah. gonna be working together so like, who the hell are you like <laughs> what well the thing is they yeah they do a thing they they've clearly tried to fast track a lot of the slow build stuff like they yeah. know that people play open world games they want lots of stuff to do and um you know unless you're going to play something more tranquil like breath of the wild or whatever they want to give you a bunch of stuff to do and i think that they've tried to fast track that stuff while trying to keep the story focus or the character nuance that the studio is known for so to fast track it, they've gone, right, Visa mercenary, people are just going to ring them and offer them a bunch of stuff. And that is district dependent or a borough. So when you go to a certain place, that fixer then rings you and says, hey, I've got like 12 things for you to do. But then that's 12 separate conversations that they have to like have either in a row or every sort of five minutes. Like I had uh, Regina, I forgot what her surname is, Regina, the, the first woman that rings you when you're in the main central city. She yeah. rang me three times in a row. Like the like it, it hung up and then rang again, then hung up and rang again. And she was just like, I've got a car for sale. I've got a hitman mission. I've got everything. Dino's um, been on my tail. Like, oh, right. Dino, you're right, mate. And I, I keep thinking, I just want to call you Dingo Dal because then he's finished Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> and just just certain things like, yeah, I, I, they should have, what I would have said there, like maybe in the Super Happy Friends montage, mm. like show a bit where Jackie and V go to like this club where they're all there. Maybe it's like the one time a year all the all the people have their little club time, even if they <laughs> hate each other, because I don't know half the relationships yet. Mm. Just things like that, like just have something where you can see that they've known them rather than, are you... Because in, well, like, in a GTA, you kind of like get introduced. Like there's yeah. always like you're talking to someone and then there's another someone who's going to give you a job to the side sort of mm -hmm. thing. And then that's how you sort of get in there. It's just like, no, here is, hello, you're mine. <laughs> it was strange because I, 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 weirdly, like, because I, I did end up going to see Regina because she's the one who sort of puts you on the path of like, go take care of all the cyber, uh, cyber psychos, like which are all the weird little sub bosses that are all over the world and yeah. all the little mini bosses and stuff. And there is a story based reason as to why she's interested in them. And so if you go to her and you like go, you can go up the elevator and go up to her like penthouse suite and walk out and talk to her, then you have a whole conversation about why she's interested in collecting them. So they almost do it in reverse. And then you kind of get the context or more of the context as to why you're ticking boxes and, and you know killing certain people um and in a way i was like that's kind of fresh like i quite like that you've prioritized the gameplay side and if i if i want extra story i can go and find this woman but i don't think they do a great job of that across the board they don't really get across that v is like this 
you know, mercenary that everybody knows. Cause like everyone yeah. just has your number and people just ring you and they're offering you a million jobs. And like, I had the same thing as you where I was like, why, what the hell's going on? And I think the only real explanation is in the first line of text when you pick your life path, where it just says like, you're a mercenary coming in from Atlanta and you're doing this, or at least you are as a street kid anyway. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't bother me that much. I'm just, uh, just laughing every time I get cool scan. Yeah, we need to do something soon. I'm trying to collect some cars first. Leave me. A, I'm going yeah. around just doing some stuff. Let me live my life in this cyber fantasy world that I'm in at the moment. Well, there's so many like texts. Like we mentioned like tech stuff, but it's like a character will ring you, tell you a job. You can't skip it. And then they'll text you the same job because they'll be like, oh, we need to give you like the, the dialogue entry for this, the text entry yeah. for it. So you'll get all of that as well. And they, they do that thing where, you know, when someone texts you, but then they don't send that all at once and they send you like 17 texts. They do that. <laughs> a lot of the characters do that as well. I'm like, why have you done this sort of thing? <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, stuff like that doesn't really bug me like i would say if one thing bugs me i don't know about you but like mm. um when i go to run so it doesn't run when i have to click the stick a few times to make my I character just sort of run. hold it now because it's like a weird i just assume that uh, okay they want to make sure you want to commit to the run and also the my character like it's not in any other game but my mm. character just wants to like look somewhere sometimes and i'm kind of like guiding the stick back to the center Is i don't know if anyone else well, no, because I, I was playing, like, I've been playing other games on it, and just I let the control down, nothing mm. happens. But in Cyberpunk, the character wants to look over <laughs> there. I'm like, that's annoying. I mean, I've got, like, I, like I've always, I haven't had any uh, scripting bugs that have completely killed a quest, but I have had stuff like that. Not the um, camera look stuff, but I've had, like, you know, like, um, for the vehicles, like, pinging off an NPC and flying up in the air. Um, or, like, V being, like, catapulted across the city, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so weird, and, like, uh, it's little things that... Are, the little things that like don't really add up to much, but mm. again, like every time I play this, like it, yeah. it really is. 
every time I'm playing this, it's it's always going higher up in my sort of like yearly ranking and mm. what I'm like enjoying about it so far. Yeah, I think it, it takes a long time or it takes a good few hours for all those elements to click and for it not to feel as overwhelming. Like, and I, I think I'm probably giving them too much of the benefit of the doubt, but part of me thought that that overwhelming sensation was completely intentional because they want you to be like this guy that's interacting with this person. I keep saying guy because my V is male, but like, you know, interacting with yeah. all these different systems in the city, all these different people that are all coming at you, which all filters into that one scene where they say like this is too much and i i'm sick of it and there's the whole thing the whole um exploration of the cyber psychos and why they're like that is like in relation to being overwhelmed with this like technological society or technology focused society so like there is a level of depth there like nuance and thematics that's there that could justify everything um but at the same time getting texted and rang left right and center is just like ridiculous um i yeah. say as well in regards to like the content stuff we mentioned like you know the um the idea of like, you know, getting um, uh, condos and stuff or different property. I don't think the CDPR ever said that. I could be totally wrong. Um, but they did say that NPCs would have daily routines um, and that, you know, the cops could accept bribes, that there would be a depth to the cop system. Um, you know, they mentioned car chases. They said that there would be high level uh, sub bosses that would chase you down across the city, depending on what your reputation was. None of that stuff is in the game. Have you, did you catch any of that in the pre-release or has any of that stuff followed you? No, I mean, like, again, I'm not. It's weird. I'm playing this open world game for the quests. Like, mm. I, I'm, I'm going for. I'm, I haven't fast traveled yet, which is quite surprising to really? me. Like, uh, yeah, like I've been driving. Like, so far, I've only had to go like two kilometers max. Like, mm -hmm. if it's less than a kilometer, sometimes I just take a walk or right. I'll go run around the city mm -hmm. and go and have a look. But uh, yeah, I. I I want the open world to be revealed to me as I'm doing stuff. Like I don't for a lot of the time, like I don't need to do some busy work. Like even towards the end of GTA stuff, I don't even bother doing like a rampage anymore. Like by right. the time GTA five came out and I, I, I feel like a bit like Red Dead. I want it, want it to sort of be shown to me as I'm going, I'm not going to go around like rummaging the, in the woods for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the, um, the NPC stuff, like I, I had that reaction the first time I came down the stairs out of the mega core building that you're in and I saw the town square like full, cause it was obviously, it can pull more data in on the PS5. It, it can free that stuff up and populate it a bit more. And there is a mission later on in regards to like a parade where there's just tons of people there and there are some duplicates in amongst the crowd. But I had those wow moments where I was like, this yeah. feels like the most in-depth city I've ever seen in gaming. Well, I was speaking about the NPC, the, mm. the children in this game. Uh, <laughs> now, this is weird science experiments. Uh, this is also brought up by like uh, uh, one Vinny and Jeff Backler, but I also have to mm. mention uh, of Giant Bomb fame. But they, I, I, I spoke to one of these these children, which I thought was <laughs> a short human, a small human, uh -huh. and then it's like I, I was like, "You're right, is like, What do you want to do here?" <laughs> excuse me and then but because uh, i thought the scam was going wrong because there was like eight eight so like smaller people around me and i thought mm -hmm. have they just copy and pasted what's going on here am I, on a certain part, am I in a certain part of town but no they're all children but they all look like fully grown adults yeah just reduced in size and i was like <laughs> at least make them younger in the face it does look a bit weird i i i don't know what that is i don't really necessarily know what they're going for like other than just showing you an, an age variety of like npcs um but yeah i had the same thing where i was like oh that looks like it doesn't look like a child it doesn't look like someone who's younger it looks like yeah. they took a fully sized npc and just kind of shrunk and crunched it um whether it's like limb size or something something's off about them and it's hard to pin it down i think it's a specific like torso to limb ratio 
I think, yeah, something about the face. And like it took about mm-hmm. like also sidewoven to being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the perks and stuff like the trees are, I'm still trying to get my head around it. Right. But I'm pretty sure that they've changed some of the uh, trees in the pat- in a patch or something recently because I got a perk that's, mm-hmm. that uh, let me run forever and didn't take down my stamina. And uh-huh. then now that is at the top of the tree and now that i don't have that and then i had the points back uh-huh. so i don't know if i'm going insane if i'm wrong in the comments but it that was um, like a bug like as if they've like somehow taken something away from you that they weren't supposed to because i i took a picture of the exact but yeah i mean this but it was weird because i was like wait a minute i'm running now my stamina's going down i'm pretty sure <laughs> that i had it it was the the marathoner where basically your stamina never drains okay. and now it's at like level 14 but i'm pretty sure i had it the other day mm. and i'm pretty sure i had it on launch day and then i've come back two days later and it's now over there and maybe i mean like there was a 47 gig patch on day one there was another 17 gig patch there's another patch coming this week and yeah. it's just it seems like it's a bit all over the place i mean with the witcher 3's menus were completely overhauled after a few months so it's i i think at some point they'll completely change it because all the stuff with the crafting and the upgrades and the crafting components that apply to every individual thing like weapons and everything else like it's there's a lot to take in like i can kind of work with it well i have worked with it and i figured it all out and whatever but i get that to a lot of people it's just like oh my god this thing is a mess because i don't know really what i want to achieve because like some people say i saw people saying that the stealth was rubbish but then like i've been pretty successful with the stealth and i think it's but then you if you do stealth it also levels up stealth as well as like you can do other things to level so i'm trying to i'm i'm still in the phase where i'm experimenting with everything like do i want to be more of a chatty person or a hacky person do i just want to be able to pull doors open Mm. do i want to be able to like creep about like a little goblin or some of that there's all these sort of like things that i just want to find the guy that or the uh the doctor that gives you the the double jump which i've heard is actually really helpful yeah well that's that's the thing that i realized after like 10 hours i i forgot that ripper docs were even a thing like i was leveling up using the character system in the pause menu and going like ah this is a bit lame like 30 percent damage reduction five percent yeah yeah and i was like oh my god it's, it's this system it's this thing that's in every every loot game like you know screw this um, and then I kind of like was like, oh man, there, there's the whole Ripper Doc thing, which they don't push you towards at all after the initial Victor Vector thing. And so I like, I went on the map and I found a, a Ripper Doc. And now, as soon as you find the Ripper Doc, because I know Rich finished the game without with only getting the one upgrade from Victor Vector and nothing else. Rich has finished it. Rich has finished the main campaign, yeah. And, um, and so like, but he didn't do as many of the side missions. He was like, I'm going to do main stuff and I'll mop everything else up later. Um, but... Um, that thing, that realization of like the Ripper docs are where the actual skills are. Like that's where slow motion dodge aiming is. That's where, you know, like um, double jumps are or charge jumps or blade arms or whatever. And then that stuff goes alongside the pause menu stuff because that's where you upgrade blade damage or blunt force damage. And that means that you can punch harder or slice better or whatever. That combination of like two completely separate skill trees, one of which you have to find in the world versus the pause menu, that could have been done better because I didn't, I didn't do a mission called uh, the gig, not an yep. actual gig, but the gig. And I was like, Oh you get the God, they're, thing. yeah, they're things. And and I, oh, I had to go back and sort that. And then that reintroduced me to them. But then also on the pause menu, there's two layers of that because there's the, yeah. the top layer, which um, is like what, body but, tech. Whatever. Have you, know, you get like a conversation per, uh, like pointers which you can use, but half of them just don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Or you can be able to open the door or do something else. And then there's the deeper layer. And it's just, again, I'm still trying to muddle it with it. But then like, um, so things like I went straight away for the ability to just merc cameras because that first mission in the, um, 
plant i was just getting set on fire by cameras the whole time oh my god the overheat thing yeah this is a crap system and i hate it and i don't want to play this game ever again (laughs) then i found out how to turn the cameras off and i was like yeah now this is the best game in the world like i was was so fickle like that but the overheating on cameras thing i wish i could just rip out the game yeah they they don't even cover that in the tutorial at all you just you just set a flame and it's like why am i on fire what's going on it's like someone hacked fire onto you um, and that just happens if you're in the in the view of a camera. Uh, I think they could do a lot a much better job with that. It, it reminds me a little bit of the first time I went through Skyrim, where like you touch on a million different potential paths, but the first time through you just do whatever comes to mind. And then if you play Skyrim again or any sort of RPG with this level of depth, you you spec in a very way more specific direction because you then know what your overall options are. It's weird. I think, I, think you, thing. I think we should be thinking of this like a Skyrim or a Fallout. It's basically yeah. that, but there is no vast field to go through it's all just it's very tight and i kind of like that i kind of Mm -hmm. like that that you're because always i probably would have started fast traveling a lot more i like the different take to it like uh, i i think it's better when it's condensed down i think that's also probably obviously very taxing because they have to like get everything rendering Mm -hmm. through and it's i wouldn't wish the ps4 or xbox one imagine playing on the original xbox one right now imagine that they, that, I, cool. that whole thing of like, should they have cancelled it? Like my my reaction to that was like, well, no, because people have been anticipating it for years. But at the same time, maybe because early, the early version access. on there is yeah, the version on there is is absolutely early access. And I get like, you should be infuriated. You should get Wait. a refund. Like it's ridiculous. Will it ever be fine? Like, how do they get that to work? Like, do they just make it one person in the street or something? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like they, you try and think of any game that is as dense as this with so many moving parts and such an, uh, so many art assets to bring in at every opportunity. I can't think of any city that is as detailed as this and um, that has so many moving parts. Like, I just, it's like a Bethesda game in a build up city, quadruple fold. Like, it's got, there's so much to it. Um, yeah. But I do think, I mean, you've got this, I love the city. I love Night City. I love how detailed it is. I love being in that city. I do, I, everyone's, the whole IGN thing of like, oh, you know, makes you feel like insert thing. It does make you feel like you're in that city. I do think it works. It does feel like the most realistic city Definitely. ever. And when you're juggling, you know, the missions, the different characters and all these different things that come at you, when it's working, I love it. Like, and I just, I want them to tighten up the bugs. Obviously I want the animation stuff to be sorted. The crashes are the main thing for me because that's what literally takes me out of the game. But I, just for me personally, I'm not too bothered about the police systems. I think they should be in there because they feel half, they feel broken, especially with people spawning behind you. Um, But it's pretty much there for me. It's just the crashes and then, you know, tightening up like some of the animation priority and stuff like that. But I don't know for you, like as like a closing thing, what would you have them do to it? Are, Are you pretty happy with where it is right now? Uh, third person mode so I could see my day because <laughs> I feel like photo mode I don't care about photo mode it's photo mode's good mate I just yeah I'm too busy getting platinums but um, <laughs> uh, yeah I would like a third person mode I would like it not to crash anymore mm. <laughs> please mm. probably fix for last gen people can you imagine how long it would take to reload the game on a last gen system oh like, my god thanks to the power of the PlayStation 5 this isn't the PlayStation <laughs> Yeah, jump straight back in and it's just like you had a nice little break to check your phone before yeah. you answer the in-game phone. But my <laughs> God, I've had like five now. Uh, for me, I just, I, I don't think there is anything. I, it needs to run through. I, I can't, nothing's perfect, right? It it's, to it's the polishing side of it. Yeah, like it's just polishing. the general and life stuff. I can't speak to any sort of other issues people have, like, say, with, like, what happened there in the transphobic, uh, like, uh, debate mm. that's going on and things like that. So I can't, well, like, you know, I can't speak to any of that. But from a pure, like, just playing the game and, like, 
not diving into like uh what happened at, towards the end like the crunch culture like mm-hmm. i think it's pretty solid and i think it's a great base to build off i hope yeah. that the rumors aren't true and they go down to a multiplayer route and then that's cdp after the rest of the tourney where they're just the multiplayer factory from now on mm. but i just i think that this is my favorite open worldish game that i've played for a while where i'm not like okay i've seen what it is now podcasts in and yeah. let's just go something i'm 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 looking at the world i'm paying attention to the world i'm investigating things even though you can't speak to many of the npcs significantly i'm mm-hmm. in it still and i'm not losing my sort of like taste for it like 15-ish hours in and i want more I think that's an ex- that's an extremely important point is that it's one of the biggest most expansive like you know open world games that doesn't make you feel numb to it after 20 minutes yeah. like because that's what I feel from Assassin's Creed from Immortals Phoenix Rising and from Watch Dogs um even though I like those games and I think some of them are you know game of the year in the in the top 20 games of the year but I, you, yeah. you know what you're getting from those games I think that this just does everything better I had a fun time with Watch Dogs Legion, but like mm. that wasn't for any of their writing or anything because no. it was all like, eh. I was, oh, podcasting, and I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to just play this and hack some stuff and really mm-hmm. just shoot and stuff. But in here, I want to be in this world and I was just doing side stuff that which normally would annoy me in a game. But I was like, you know what? I really just enjoy going around this world. And I was thinking mm-hmm. to myself last night, oh man, yeah, I just really like this world. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see just what the hell they do with it going forward. Like that, there's a whole potential. There'll be a whole other separate com- conversation as to what do they have planned for the multiplayer. Like, you know, are, is there even enough interest in that anymore? Like in the loot system that's in this kind of. Would it even work? Like the, the loot system kind of goes on in, into a multiplayer thing, um, like a potential free-to-play multiplayer where you're doing some sort of loot box thing to get an epic gun or whatever, because you can get epic guns, iconic guns in this. Um, you know, and there's that whole thing of it being in development for eight years. <clears throat> Was the project, you know, reconsidered at some point to pivot in that direction and start having loot and having this potential multiplayer? And is that why it took so long? And is that why the single player is in such a state? I don't know, but I think the the version that we've got, if you play on PS5 or if you play on Series X or even Series S, um, it's a hell of a lot closer to what they were supposed to deliver. It's just an absolute, it's just an absolute shambles that they like messed up the review period and that last gen versions are completely abysmal. I think that stuff is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's just coming so hot, and it's again mm. like I feel like it's not would have not been fixed, but if it came in with like okay, if they had said yo. The, the the console version, especially the last gen, <laughs> but no, they sent it on P- they sent it on PC versions nines, yeah. and then like you got some like the lowest was a seven from mm-hmm. like GameSpot, GameSpot. and then uh, then it was all like fine pretty much, and then you get well you get like hundreds, and then they go well it's not perfect, but you get about hundreds, so mm-hmm. mind blown anyway. But yeah, I, I think if they had just like maybe told us and not just going. Just, just let's see what happens. Yeah, and, and brush it under the rug, sort of thing. Then this would have been hell. Like I think people would be talking more positive light, and it wouldn't be just like say another sort of like internet spout of me versus you sort of thing. But I think yeah. this game, I think people are going to take from this game and should see how to. Like you don't have to build uh, the biggest open world like a Fallout seventy six. You can build something smaller but mm-hmm. denser and makes it feel it feels bigger by having more in it and more yeah. substance to it and like more to look at. Even and though it can things- be like look at the porn adverts, even though they're kind of funny as well. 
But I mean, a lot of those, like, those gameplay loops are tighter because they're not so spread out. You're not traveling for 20 minutes just to tick off a thing. Like, it's exactly. just around the corner and then you're activating something else. All the while, characters are ringing you and you're triggering different missions and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously, this is our last podcast of 2020 because both of yes. us are done for Christmas after this week. Um, so, we uh, will still have news up. Sorry, we'll still have list uploads uh, next week. We've still got chatty face audio, stuff like that. There'll be various things on the uh, audio channel and the YouTube channel that we've already scheduled. Um, but for me and Mr. Benroy, we're done for 2020. We will be returning in 2021 we we've made it we survived the 2020 <laughs> the big year of the big year of inside sadness but yeah hopefully we're back next year and maybe we get to get outside at some point Who maybe knows? we'll have to wait and see but yeah thanks everybody obviously for listening to us yes. across the year it's been an awesome run thank you very much mr benroy as well for keeping thank everybody going it's been awesome um but yeah this has been the what culture gaming podcast i've been your host scott tilford joined by benroy turner yeah until next time there's no more games i guess no more. <laughs> and we'll catch you all next time Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.